0: Yesterday, Jack Smith brought new charges against Donald Trump, which can mean only one thing. The old charges, eh, they weren't that good. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic, and we are broadcasting live from K-Trade Outpost to Delta Whiskey, a.k.a. My home studio in preparation for today's big show, the Marque Show, which starts at noon Eastern, 11 Central. Uh, but first, we want to bring you Marque Saves the Republic, your daily dose of information and news to remind you who the enemies of the state are, who your enemies are, and how and who you should be fighting to protect your family, your future, your finances, and this amazing country that we all know and love so dearly. Uh, and yesterday, one of the enemies, well, you know What? And I I mean, yes, it's an enemy, but basically, you know, there's two tiers of enemies. There's the masterminds uh, that sit atop of the criminal pyramid like Joe Biden. And again, I'm not calling Joe Biden a mastermind by any chance, but he is he is the linchpin in this case. He's sitting up there and he's the one that can sign off on all of the orders and the weaponization charges and this, that and the other. And then you have the henchmen, you know, you've got the foot soldiers, the ones who go out there and do the bidding of the big guy. And uh, one of the henchiest of henchmen is Jack Smith. Jack Smith brought these 37 charges. You may remember the violations of the Espionage Act of 1917 against Donald Trump in Miami. Then it got moved to Fort Pierce because they didn't think they could get a fair trial in Miami. And uh, now, yesterday, a couple of things happened. They added some charges to Trump's docket, and they brought in a third now defended. You may remember uh, Donald Trump's personal valet, Walt Nauta, was also charged way back whenever the charges originally came down. Now there's another, there's another one. A Carlos de Oliveira, a maintenance supervisor at Mar-a-Lago was charged Thursday. Uh, court documents say Carlos de, la, de Oliveira was a, um, uh, denied that he was involved in moving boxes. Never saw anything, never saw anything at all. Uh, he says that he helped Donald Trump move and hide boxes, I guess, from federal authorities. And there's an obstruction charge and yada, yada, yada. Uh, the uh, in the charges that were added to Donald Trump include now obstruction of justice. Uh, let's see, where is it? The, uh, the charges that were added. Trump faces new charges in Mar-a-Lago document case. Former President Donald Trump faces new charges. The federal indictment uh, shows a delete security video and um, something else. Where's the actual charges? I think it's just obstruction of justice. And there was another one conspiracy to do something or other um but basically here's what it, you know here's what you can here's what you can gather from all of this if you charge someone with 37 indictments 37 indictments um a, a violation of the Espionage Act of 1917 which a lot of folks have already said is a weak case. You you know this is this is not the act that you want to charge him with, and all of the violations that they claim he made aren't they don't they don't regard they don't um, qualify as espionage. They qualify as a misunderstanding or mismanagement or a a, a disagreement with the National Archives. Uh, the National Archives, of course, run by crazy lunatic liberals who hate Donald Trump as much as anyone, so they're more than willing to be pawns in this ploy by the Democrats to try to stop Trump from running for office and winning again in 2024. Uh, And that's where Jack Smith comes in. These original 37 charges clearly are not going to hold up uh, the way they thought he would. And so what do you do? You throw in some new charges. You throw in a couple new, get an obstruction charge in there, get in something, get in something, give the jury something they can. If they don't believe that Donald Trump's a spy, which he's not, if they don't believe that he smuggled documents out of the White House, which they won't, uh, then maybe they'll believe that he obstructed justice by trying to move these documents around. The only problem is an obstruction of justice charge, you know, that requires an actual crime to have been committed. And the moment that a jury decides or anyone decides that these documents were not top secret or that Donald Trump didn't do anything wrong or that he had actually declassified them or had the power to declassify them, there's no longer a crime. And you can't be charged with obstruction unless there's a crime to have obstructed justice from. I mean, justice can't be served if you never did anything wrong in the first place. Uh, so to me, it appears that this loading on of new defendants and loading on of new, uh, new criminal charges is Jack Smith and his team going, you know, we, uh, none of this is going to work. Yeah, Like, you don't, you don't go out and get new sneakers unless you have holes in your old ones. Unless, of course, you're a sneakerhead, in which case you're getting new sneakers all the time. But, you know, you're, you don't go out and get a new car unless your other one just won't get you where you need to go. And apparently, Jack Smith's car Again, unless, of course, you're rich and you have a lot of money and you like cars. But Jack Smith's car is not going to get him where he needs to go. So he's got to try to find some other vehicle. And that's why I believe he's, he's throwing down these new charges and uh, trying to drag in more of these more of these defendants. And, you know, and look, Donald Trump, was, he was talking to Breitbart yesterday. He did like a one-hour interview, I think, with Breitbart in, uh, where was it, New Jersey? And here it is, Bedminster, New Jersey. Former President Donald Trump told Breitbart News exclusively... Here on Thursday night, that special counsel Jack Smith's latest action, a superseding indictment bringing more charges against him, is harassment. Trump, who made the comments during a nearly hour-long exclusive yada, 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 said, I just heard it as I'm sitting down. This is harassment. This is election interference. I'm protected by the Presidential Records Act totally. It shouldn't even be a case. It's not a criminal case. Where's Biden with all the documents? He's got 20 times, 30 times the documents I have. And he has not made it easy for them either. He's been hiding boxes. They're sending boxes to Chinatown. Uh, you don't even hear about it. All you hear is about is Trump. No, this is a two-tier system of justice. That's what we have. We have a sick country. Our country is very sick right now. We have a failing nation, and it's a very sad thing uh, to watch. And he went on and on and on, and he attacked Jack Smith. And he basically said, look, this guy is, uh, this guy is, is basically... Working with Joe Biden as, like I said before, a henchman, and his job is to do the bidding, do the legal bidding that it would take for Donald Trump to be thrown in jail or disqualified from running. That's where this January 6th indictment and everything else is coming from. Now, speaking of the January 6th indictment, there is no January 6th indictment, which was kind of a weird thing. We heard that there was a target letter. Donald Trump announced they sent me a target letter two weeks ago, and a target letter means you're the target of a uh, grand jury indictment and this grand jury indictment is going to come down and it means we're going to drag you into court and we're going to handcuff you again or fingerprint you and take your photo. And then you're going to be, have to go back and say not guilty. And then we're going to have to set a trial day. It's a very, a very, it's a very, you know, just, we all know, I mean, we all basically know how it works these days. Um, and so what happens is all of this stuff is going on and we thought this indictment was going to come down this week. And we thought that for a couple of reasons, number one, the target letter, Number two, the other reason was because the grand jury meets this week. Uh, Yesterday, Donald Trump's attorneys met with the Department of Justice attorneys. They met with Jack Smith prior to the grand jury getting together. And everyone again thought maybe there was going to be an indictment. Uh, Another reason we thought there was going to be an indictment is because all the news this week has been about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and Hunter Biden's botched plea agreement and how Hunter Biden is no longer getting the kid gloves, special silver spoon treatment that he's been used to getting and now Joe Biden and the whistleblower reports and everything else that's going on in Congress may be this close, and if you're listening to the podcast, I'm holding my fingers very, very close together. like You can barely see any light between them. He's this close to an impeachment hearing or an impeachment inquiry rather, rather in the House of Representatives, which is never a good thing because an impeachment inquiry most likely will lead to an impeachment proceeding and an impeachment proceeding, good Lord willing, will lead to an impeachment of President Biden. And that all is, of course, coming up Uh, in an election year, 2024. So while Donald Trump is fighting these indictments and these bogus charges all over the country, in New York and in Washington, D.C., and probably soon in Fulton County, Georgia, uh, Joe Biden is going to be fighting this indictment. uh, I'm sorry, these indictments of his son and also the potential impeachment of his own presidency. And because all the the attention has been on Joe Biden and Hunter Biden this week, we naturally assumed they're going to indict Donald Trump because that's what they always do. They always go back to Trump. They always say, look, we got to get the heat off of our guy. We got to get the media talking about something else. Let's indict him. The indictment didn't come, though. Donald Trump has not been indicted in causing an insurrection or riling up people to go attack the Capitol or any kind of crime against the United States of America. That indictment hasn't yet come. And that means that, well, let's see, we had the grand jury meet on Tuesday and Thursday of this week. I don't think they're meeting again until maybe next week. So this indictment is not going to be as quick, uh, cut and dry as we thought it was, and that means maybe they don't have the evidence, maybe they don't have the testimony, maybe they're still looking for different pieces. Um, and another, that's another reason why I believe they added these charges on to Donald Trump's case. They couldn't indict him, so they threw on some more charges, and today that's what everyone's talking about instead of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family. Which brings us to, uh, which brings us to where we are um, this morning. Anyway, we'll have more on that. Like I said. Uh, during the Mark K show uh, at noon Eastern, 11 central. Plus it is the, uh, it is the final day of our, um, um, it is the final day of our uh, 12 days. I'm sorry, our Christmas in July, which is, again, I can't believe, I can't believe how, I can't believe how crazy fast this whole thing has gone. 10 days, I blinked and it was all over, but we appreciate all of you and your support. Uh, One other thing I wanted to point out, and this is something that we've been you know, it, it's really interesting and it's really bizarre. And I don't know why this happens. Uh, maybe it's the state of Florida. Maybe it's a curse. Maybe it's mismanagement, whatever. But we talk a lot about Jeb Bush um, because Jeb Bush was the last governor of Florida who ran for president unsuccessfully. Jeb Bush was supposed to be uh, almost a shoo-in for the the candidacy because he ran the state of Florida. He's a Bush. His brother was president. His daddy was president. Jeb Bush never became president, thanks to Donald Trump. And it seems like there might be a, 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 you know, like history repeating itself a little bit with the Ron DeSantis campaign. In fact, Yahoo News, I'm sorry, the Miami Herald wrote a headline, is DeSantis headed down the Jeb Bush campaign path of 16? How they are alike and not. And I won't read you the whole article, but uh, it, it does go through one by one by one. Some of the similarities and some of the differences between Ron DeSantis and Jeb Bush. Um, for example, they both have a ton of cash. And as we've seen, cash does not equal votes, cash does not equal support. Bush and DeSantis were fundraising juggernauts. Bush's super PAC raked in 100 million in six months, and the campaign brought in over 11 million just 16 days after Bush officially announced. DeSantis's presidential campaign raised 8.2 million in the first 24 hours. And raised about twenty million in a month. Uh, after his super PAC has raised about one hundred and thirty million dollars so far this year, about eighty-two million, which was transferred from a straight state committee that had leftover funds after his re-election for governor. Um, another problem that they have is that they have both faced Donald Trump, and they've done so in kind of an awkward way. They've not been able to take him on uh, head on. They've they've kind of ignored him. And then when they do attack, they do it in a way that's kind of weird and weak. Um, you know, they're both uncomfortable at public speaking. Uh, they sometimes get rigid. Their messages have stood in stark contrast to Trump's brash and showy support. And uh, Trump has been able to label them as, you know, low energy, jeb, de And for whatever reason, those monikers, as soon as he threw them out there, have stuck with voters So if if Ron DeSantis is looking for someone to emulate, he should probably not emulate Jeb Bush. But it appears that that's exactly what he's doing. And of course, we all know the outcome of Jeb Bush's campaign. It wasn't it wasn't all that great. Anyway, we'll dive into more of that today, too. Uh, Thank you so much to everybody who downloads this podcast all the time, every single day. Uh, We come in here or today I'm at home and we record this information. We get it out to you so you can you can get a jump start in the day. You can know this stuff before anyone else. And the best way to get the information is to make sure you're following this podcast and subscribe to it. I know iTunes delivers these things automatically as soon as they're published. Google Play, I think, does the same thing. Spotify, you just log into your Spotify every morning, listen to the podcast, hear what's going on, get the information you need so that you and me and everyone else listening can save the republic.